the way to live as citizens of heaven is to live by the agape love of God, the unconditional love of God, the love of God that is not dependent on anything any of us have done, but it is dependent on the nature of God. God is love, not God will be love. God is love. Hallelujah. And that is all over in First John 2 be read and in the verse chapter 4 verse 8 we we understand this truth and this truth are the revelation of who our god is he is love and because he is love he cannot be anything to us than to be love to us and i pray that being citizens of heaven and having learned from the prayer of paul the need to bear fruit that are rich with good works, we will be encouraged to add love to our faith. Hallelujah. So that we will not end up being ineffective in our faith and being unfruitful in our faith. You are blessed. You are blessed to be fruitful. You are equipped with the love of God. For the love of God has been shared abroad in your heart. Declare it. According to Romans chapter 5, verse 5, the love of God has been shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. As a child of God, as a citizen of heaven, my heart is filled, hallelujah, with the true love of God, with God himself being love, filling me. I am full of love and I manifest it in my decisions, in my actions, in my words, in my expressions, and in the way I think and everything that concerns it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So we've been talking about the way of life for us as citizen of, citizens of heaven. Very important thing that Second Peter chapter 1 verse number um, 7 advises us to add to our faith so that we will be fruitful to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Now, we've looked at two aspects. Does this love walk or the way of love encourages us to be careful with what we say? What we say must flow from the place of love. Hallelujah. Otherwise, it is nothing. Two, the giftings of the Spirit we operate in must be operated from the place of love. Otherwise, we are nothing. Three, the expression of knowledge and intelligence that we have received, revelations that we have received in life, even in solving problems for others, it must flow from the place of love. Otherwise, it is nothing and we are nothing. Hallelujah. So we've looked at this very key important things that is important for us to register. Now, let's look at number four. Number four, the way of love. That is what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, the verse number two. He said, and if I, I'm reading the, the last part of the verse, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. So it is possible to have all faith which is able to remove mountains and still not have love. 
Hallelujah. So I can operate in faith and still lack the, the dimension of love that God has called me to. And Paul is saying that even if that becomes the situation that my faith is able to move mountains, I'm still nothing when I am without love. And it really set me meditating and thinking. What is God trying to communicate through Paul to us? Because we are a people that the Bible tells us without faith, we cannot please God. Not we may, we cannot please God. So faith is a requirement to live as a citizen of heaven, as a child of the Most High God every day. Because without faith, it does not matter the result I have in the day. It does not honor God. It does not please God. Hallelujah. And it's my prayer that will be a people that are living in total faith. Why? Because we are living in dependence of God. But now, let's, let's reflect on it. What kind of faith can remove mountains? Let's just read a few other verses that talks about this from Jesus Christ's conversation with his disciple in different places. The first one is Matthew chapter number 7. Matthew chapter number 7. And <laughs> maybe I'll read from the verse 18. My focus is the verse 20, but let me read quickly from 18 to 20. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the boy was healed instantly. So we are talking about somebody who is sick. And according to this verse, the sickness was through a demon possession. And Jesus rebuked that demon. And when Jesus did, the boy was set free. Now, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Because they've tried. They tried praying and applying the things they've learned from Jesus to cast out that demon. And it didn't work. So they came to him and why couldn't we do it? Look at Jesus' answer in the verse number 20. He said, he said to them, because of your little faith. So he didn't say you have no faith. He says that you have faith, but the faith you have is little. This is Jesus' statement. He didn't call them unbelievers. He said you are believers, but your faith is little. And I know that um, there are a lot of discussions about little faith, great faith, and all that. But I just want to stick by this translation and what is said here. Jesus said, is because of your little faith. What did he mean? Look at what he went on saying. He said, For truly, I say to you, if you have faith, like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. He didn't say it may. He said, it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. So he's talking about master seed faith. Jesus said, if your faith is as small as master seed, you'll be able to speak to the mountain. He said, you will say. So faith speaks to the mountain. He said, you will say to the mountain. And when you do, the mountain will do what you say. And he added, nothing will be impossible for you. So is Jesus trying to tell them they didn't have the mustard seed faith? They didn't have it. From the comparison here, he says you have a little faith. And now he's talking about very little seed. And he says if you had that faith, that mustard seed faith, you will speak to the mountain. You will speak to the mountain. The mountain will obey. 
Praise God. And nothing will be impossible. I pray that may the grace rest upon us that we can walk in this kind of revelation. That we, we, we have faith and by faith in Christ, there is nothing that will be impossible. He didn't say it will be easy. He didn't say that whatever, but he said the mountain will obey that kind of faith. So, they didn't have the result, and this is Jesus' answer. Your faith was little, and if your faith is the master seed faith in size, it can have everything being possible. Let's go to another place. It throws a little more light on what we just read in another contest. Mark chapter number 11. I'll read from the verse number 22, and um, from verse number 20 just for context, and my focus is verse 23. Look at it. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its root. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed. So Jesus spoke words to a fig tree. Say the fig tree you cursed has withered. In this context, it did not happen immediately before their eyes after Jesus spoke to the tree. But the morning, the following day, when some time had passed, when they came back going through that route, this is what they saw, that it has withered. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. He said what? Have faith in God. Jesus' answer was clear. Have faith in God. So he's emphasizing what they need to have. He said, what you need to have is not intelligence. What you need to have is not all understanding, not all knowledge. What you need to have is not a specific gifting and power. He said, have faith in God. Not in yourself, not in anything, but in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass. It will be done for him. So he's explaining how faith in God works. Faith in God works by speaking to the situation, to the problem, not doubting in the heart. But that is not enough. That is not enough. He said, believe that what you say will come to pass. Hallelujah. So this throws a little more light on it. He tells you, have faith in God. And now he explains to you how faith in God works. It speaks to the problem. It has no doubt in the heart. And it believes. Sometimes, so I don't doubt. But do you believe what you said? Because if I believe what I said, my actions will tell. My reactions will tell. And Jesus said, if you believe that what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. So think about it. Don't doubt in your heart. Speak. Don't doubt in your heart. And more important, believe what you said. Believe that what you said will happen according to what you said. And I think that is a place we all need to work on it but clearly he's defining faith hallelujah and he said if you have faith this is the result you will have so 
we go back to the first place that we started. Jesus said you had little faith. So does it mean that your faith did not function like this? Maybe they, 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 they believe, they have faith, yes. But the question is, yeah, I'm sure they spoke to the mountain. But did they believe that what they've said to that demon, what they've said to that mountain will have that kind of result Jesus is talking about over here? Because that seems to be an important point. Jesus want them to know and understand. Let's read another place just to wrap up for today. In the book of Luke, so we've gone to Matthew, Mark, and now we are in Luke. In the book of Luke chapter number 17, the disciples came to Jesus after he spoke to them about forgiving and how many times they have to forgive and all that. And they said, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. So we started with, hey, you have little faith. If you have faith as master seed, it will give result. Now we have learned how this faith, which is being compared to master seed, it, it is the faith in God. And this faith in God works with three things that we've talked about. It speaks to the problem. Then it does not doubt. And then it believes what it has said that it will give the result. Now, they come to Jesus and they said, we've heard all that you've said, but the truth is we need more faith to be able to do that. So they say to Jesus, increase our faith. Now look at Jesus' answer. And Jesus said to him, said, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this Mary Berry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea. And it will obey you. So Jesus, in a way, is making it clear. It's not about increasing your faith, but it's about acknowledging what you have, the faith you have. He said, if you have, if you have, and take note of it. I'm not emphasizing in all the three readings, he's telling them, if you have faith, if you have faith, if you have faith, the second one, he says, have faith in God. Have it, have it, have it, receive it, have it, take it. Have it, have faith in God. And now he says, if you have faith, you will speak to the tree and the tree will do what you say. The tree will obey you. So the tree does not obey us because maybe we are not speaking or we do not have the kind of faith Jesus is talking about. So it is not about more faith. It's not about increase our faith. It's about acknowledging what you have, the faith you have. And having read all these things about faith, it is very important that we go to where we started from. Because he's telling us that, hey, if you have all faith, so you can have this kind of faith that Jesus has described. You can be speaking to the mountains and see the mountains removed. See the merry berry tree removed. See situations turn around. Why? Because you have the faith in God. Hallelujah. You have it, and so you have result. And yet, it is very clear here that even if I have this kind of faith and I get this kind of result, hmm, and it is in my life, the situation that I have not love, I am nothing. This affects my very identity. 
Living in love affects my identity. Faith produces result because it's defined. And if I follow the principles, I may have the result. But the result does not justify who I am. I'm who I am because of love. I do what I do by faith because it's a faith without work. So faith have works. Faith takes steps. Faith moves in the direction of, of God's word. Hallelujah. But what defines me is love. And so God wants me to be defined by love and then walk and work by faith so that I can see not just result, but so that I can be who he has called me to be. Hallelujah. So it's very important that we understand how important love is. Because sometimes we are so fixed on the result we are getting, we are so fixed on how faith and the principles of faith we are applying are working, that we neglect the place of the agape love. Sometimes we are so charged up by faith that we begin to have result without having the experience of who God is. And it's a tragedy, but it is true. So I encourage you, as we get and dive deeper into faith, let us remember the foundation, the place where faith flows from must be love. And if I get all the results and I just fixed my eyes on the result of faith, I may mix the mark of the identity of love. May God help us. That we can walk in love. We can be grounded in love. So that the result of faith. Hallelujah. Will be flowing from the divine nature of love. The identity of love that God Almighty has given us. Be blessed. Be empowered. Be encouraged. Hallelujah. To advance forward from grace to grace. From strength to strength. And receive the fullness Oh, yes, of the manifestation of the love of God in everything that concerns you in Jesus' name. Amen.